Neon lights, neon lights. Dancing with my demons, do the dash me out of sight. Running up, secure the bag. Hello and welcome to the Somerset's Podcast. I'm Kyle Loxton, joined by Kyle. And we're covering uh, Mental Health Awareness Week. Even though it might be over at the time of hearing this. Yeah, it was the 15th of May. Until the 21st like, of May. So we're just covering that and we'll go into it a bit more later. Yeah. Um, music recommendation, we're doing two, aren't we? Yeah. And one each. So I'm doing Sleep Token, Take Me Back to Eden. And Logic Anxiety, which obviously brings into the entire yeah, theme yes. of the whole thing and we'll just say there will be a little bit of uh, sound at the end of the podcast uh, from Logic himself yeah got credit to it definitely the, um, you know we're definitely allowed to play yeah <laughs> and then we're gonna, uh, that'll go on the SIPod playlist yeah um, yeah they're both pretty cool pretty topical to be fair yeah um, so there we go TV cool. film game mate. Um, right let's start with films we've only got one so Fast 10 I mean, it looks jokes, it looks stupid, but at some point I suppose I'll have to watch it, even though I don't think I've watched like the last three. Oh no, it might be with other mate. I was about to say, I don't know if we just rented it to watch it, but it must have been with someone else. I can't remember, I must have watched the knife. I don't like you said, they just get more and more mad. Actually, yeah, speaking of Fast and Furious, then what's your favourite one? Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift, yeah, probably. But then Fast Five I quite liked as well. Four's good. Yeah, I can't remember that too much. Five is when they're in Brazil. This is Brazil. Yeah. With the safe. With the safe. The, yeah. yeah. I quite like that one. But the others are just no, I think like, that's the last one I properly watched. I remember watching That's when it started to go a bit of, like... Yeah, I remember safe. watching six because of a certain situation that happened to me. And Jason Statham. Which we won't go into. I think it was six. Or it might have been seven. I don't know. Six, I think it was Jason Statham. We started coming in. But like you said, they just get a bit more... The one where they they're, go stupid. They're in Dubai as well. Remember that? With uh, the oh, fighter woman, Ronda Rousey. She was one of the main hitmen. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember. With the really sweaty-looking car. <coughs> anyway, this isn't a Fast and Furious topic. <laughs> um, right, games. Well, like I said, so shout-out soundtrack, actually, because it's got Suicide Boys on. But. Yeah. Right, yeah, okay. Um, Humanity, which is that joke's little puzzle game of, like, where you have to control, like, 100 people. Yeah. And Lego 2K Drive, which I guess is that Mario Kart, but it's Lego version. Oh, okay. Which would be pretty fun, I think. It's out today as of <laughs> recording this. So 19th of May. Um, and Humanity's out is on PS Plus collection, so you can play that. Yeah. Um, right, TV shows. Uh, there's three. I'll say the first two. So Beef and Unstable. So Beef was quite jokes, although I didn't like how it ended. Right. I didn't like the last was episode. Oh, um, okay, TV no show. TV series. Yeah. Um, so basically, two people get into a road rage incident okay. and then have little back and backwards and forwards beef pissing each other off basically you get about their normal lives as well as okay. pissing each other off mm-hmm. and making their lives hell basically um unstable is just about some rich dude who is trying to make something make concrete out of fucking particles or some shit i don't <laughs> right. know some weird fucking thing to try and save the world but it's like some jokes thing that was quite funny um but night agent that's the other one um I think it's number one on Netflix at the moment, maybe. But it was really fucking good. Um, okay. Some dude in the white... So, I'll say spoilers. Um, some dude in the White House who monitors a phone that never rings. And, of course, it rings, doesn't it? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, someone mentioned that to me. Um, yeah, and then before. he... So, he works for the FBI and he yeah. has to... Basically, true story, I think. Is it? Yeah, I think so. That um, was actually a job. He has to protect this girl, mm. basically. And Apparently, that's actually quite good. Shit goes sideways. Yeah, so I started it last night and I watched the entire thing. And it's good? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking 3am when I finished it, and then I have to get up at 5am for work. Well... So it's jokes, isn't it? 
Um, but yeah, I couldn't stop watching it. Every episode ended on a cliffhanger, and I just yeah. I kept going. I was like, I'm I'm fucking finishing. I don't care what time I finish. It's pretty cool. I think that is one job because, like you say, it's a really important phone. If it does ring, shit's hit the fan. It's yeah, wild, exactly. isn't it? Yeah, imagine. I've got um, three things linked from that. The first one was that Road Rage thing. There's a film actually called Unhinged. I'd recommend right. that. That starts with Road Rage, but he's actually a psychopath, the person that right. <laughs> she pisses off. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, Harry Potter's just come on Netflix. Fuck's sake. Did you see yeah, that? No, I, st- I did see that, yeah. I don't know what the other thing was. I forgot. Well, <laughs> Whilst you were saying, for each one you were saying, like that might have just been like, yeah, I mentioned the other one. So. We forget about it now, so you might remember halfway through. So check all them out, especially Harry Potter. Yeah. Because Fuck off. That's wild that that's Fuck. actually come on. <laughs> Fuck off. Shrek. Go and watch Shrek instead. Yeah. Right. Oh, actually, uh, oh Black Mirror. God. Have you got any date for that? Yeah. June sometime. Okay. I that, think. That was it as well. I think. So I'm I'll not sure, that. but six episodes, I believe. Right. Dictionary School Scores. Yep. Let's go. By John Koenig, chapter one, between living and dreaming, seeing the world as it is and the world as it could be. And the word or words are platarasa. Oh, yeah. P-L-A-T-A-R-A-S-A. And it's quite <laughs> random. Uh, the lulling sound of a running dishwasher whose steady maternal shushing somehow puts you completely at peace with not having circumnavigated anything solo. I really wanted to say something, but I will not say it because of fear of being... What, stuck in a dishwasher? No, oh. a fear of being <laughs> screamed at by everybody um, about maybe the dishwasher not being quiet. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Sake. But then there's there's oh, other the things. You does know, his <laughs> like um, <laughs> fucks. They um, they've got Jets, another thing. You dishes. know, like as a kid, when some people say like even a washing machine, it's that sound, isn't it? Where like people just little kids would stare at a washing machine and get entranced in it. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's that sort of like just a humming sound of something like an appliance just keeps you there. Like some people like the sound of a Hoover. I find it a bit irritating, but some people like that sound. It's like so somebody some... cutting their grass in the morning and you just want to... The smells are right. You just want to punch grass them, grass is you? a banging smell. Yeah, but Top the noise smell. of them cutting grass at 6am oh, yeah. is <laughs> the, not great. You see that great. TikTok? Um, they had new um, neighbours, these people in Liverpool. I think they might be from Africa. He was cutting his grass at 10pm. Because <laughs> why not? Because <laughs> you probably do that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Back in home, yeah. isn't it? But <laughs> he was just sat there mowing in pitch black. <laughs> anyway... But yeah, if you like that's dishwasher sounds, then platterizer. Yeah, that's enough talking about dishwashers and cutting grass. <laughs> right, um, cocktail I've got. Do you want? Should we just do oh, okay. it? Because how we're going to end is probably going to be a bit more somber, isn't it? Because this cocktail's probably a bit joke. more somber, <laughs> don't you think? Oh, using your fancy new words, your new made-up words, aren't you? Somber. That's one of your made-up words, isn't it? Um, <coughs> so yeah, we may as well do it, shouldn't we? Go for it. Otherwise, we're going to say something, and then I say, right, onto dirty mother. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's not really going to be that great, is it? So, say what you like about the people who invent cocktail names, but you can never accuse them um, of restraint or good taste. For ev- for every one poetically named cocktail, there are three bodice rippers, groin bangers, or throffy screws. Not even Mother, that pillar of society and mainstay of family life, has escaped the unwholesome attentions of these monsters of depravity. And who knows where they will turn next. It's nothing scared. Can we expect to see... Cocktails named after politicians, heads of state, or even those godlike figures, television personalities, the mind boggles. Anyway, here's how to make a dirty mother. Take a short fat glass, almost fill it with crushed ice, then top up with three and a quarter ounces of brandy and three quarters of an ounce of Kahlua. For a dirty white mother, use a taller glass of crushed ice and fill with an ounce of brandy, an ounce of Kahlua, and an ounce of double cream. 
for a dirty grandmother, use very old brandy. And for a dirty mother-in-law, use your imagination. Oh, love it. <laughs> love a good old dirty grandmother. Dirty mother. <laughs> That's quite similar to Kahlua brandy and cream. What's the what's the white Russian? That's quite similar, isn't that? It's vodka, cream, tea, Marriott. Yeah. So that'd be quite nice coffee. Long same, uh, yeah, kind of. Similar sort of look. Maybe minus the cream. But so yeah. the first one. Brandy and Kahlua. Yeah. Quite strong uh, coffee scented. Yeah, it'd be right, wouldn't it? Probably quite harsh aftertaste. Would you quite good. Um, in case we haven't mentioned it, we're going to be doing this every week. So Yeah, until it goes through the alphabet, so we're on D yeah. at the minute. D for Dirty Mother. So we may as well go through the yes. jokes cocktails rather than like serious ones. We may as well just finish this thing. Yeah, it's quite and then funny. we can always do serious ones after. Yeah. Um, right. Right, we're straight into the main topic now, are we? Yep, so uh, mental health awareness week. Uh, main topic around that being anxiety for the year 2023. Yep. Yes. Um, do you want to start it off with what anxiety actually is? Yes. So anxiety is a normal emotion in us all, but sometimes it can get out of control and become a mental health problem. Lots of things can lead to feelings of anxiety, including exam pressures, relationships, starting a new job or losing one or other big life events. We can also get anxious when it comes to things to do with money and not being able to meet our basic needs, like heating our home or buying food. But anxiety can be made easier to manage. Focusing on anxiety for this year's Mental Health Awareness Week will increase people's awareness and understanding of anxiety by providing information on the things that can help prevent it from being a problem. At the same time, we will keep up the pressure to demand change, making sure that improving mental health is a key priority for the government and society as a whole. So that's from the Mental Health Foundation, yeah, which is a UK organisation. Part of the NHS. Just to clear that out, yeah. So because they're doing a big awareness thing on it, and they've recently um, had a new team based on it as well. I think mental health dedicated to it, severe depression as so well. So you can. Thing. Well, essentially contact them, contact the NHS yeah. if you're in England. If you're not, then Contact GP as well. Yeah. If you've you obviously like got, in other countries, you've got like suicide prevention lines and you can go see Samaritans therapists and, and there's other charities and organisations, but obviously we know the UK ones because we're from yeah. here, from because we're from England. Yeah. So um, they're the ones that would make sense to us. But for obviously us, have a look be... online if you need to figure out for your own in your own country. Yeah. Uh, they did say you'd recommend... GP or if you can't do that because obviously it kind of is a bit taboo isn't it sometimes I think but um, you can do it through a website as well mm-hmm. and then you've got that better help as well you know people are talking about so it's like online sort of stuff yeah. so you don't have to do face to face stuff because again with anxiety you might not really want to see face to face talking about that sort of issue does it so so shout out Mr. Ball in there for doing um, is that for America as well he does no, that one that you just said, the first one. Better Help. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did sponsorship deals with them. A few podcasts do, to be honest. Yeah, so. Which is a better good, way. Like good one said, to do. It's, it's um, all online. It's all anonymous. Mm-hmm. And you can choose your therapist as well, I yeah. think. Like, if you don't like him, you can change. <laughs> I don't like you him. anymore. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, one thing I took from that saying, anxiety is a normal emotion in us all. Everybody gets anxious. Yeah. Just some people, it's more severe, isn't it? Like, but they said they had like little highlights of each one. I said the ones that I took from it is overthinking, worrying, and there's something linked to stress, which I said like everyone deals with those sort of ones. But you get to the point where you overthink it to the point where you start panicking of a fear of something that might not necessarily happen, yeah. but you've worked something up in your mind that you're too scared to even do anything then, aren't you? Yeah. Affects your life, actually. Yeah, it kind of fucks you up, essentially, doesn't that? Yeah, it, like it's preventing you from doing what you want to do yeah, for your own you're... reason, though, because like you said, it's not 
going to be as bad as what it is i don't think it's just you've worked something in your head that's prevented you from doing it which it yeah. shouldn't happen so it, the way i see it is you're essentially worrying about something and maybe worrying about it too much yeah and then Pretty it much. causes all sorts of problems doesn't it it makes you not want to do stuff not put yourself but it starts out bring, like you said it starts bringing you down defeating you and then because you're that low other things start coming in then because you feel yeah. like you've battered yourself into something isn't it? and then you don't want to do anything you don't want to go yeah. anywhere or see anyone so it's a trigger that could go into something else yeah. so if like you said show awareness now it will stop you it will help you like cope with it like a lot of it's like with coping mechanisms and things like you've got to recognize that you have it at least like identify that you have it and then recognize when it might kick in because mm-hmm. they say it's sometimes with anxiety sometimes it's random isn't it that can happen i think yeah even if you have it at least say public speaking for example you get really nervous about being in front of people yeah as long as you can kind of channel it in yourself and sort of i say push yourself through it then you can overcome it it's the initial barrier, quite I easily yeah. i think to yeah. some extent at least i mean it gets to a point where it is too much and it's overwhelming you can't really do anything you don't want to speak to anybody Mm-hmm. but you need to yeah at least i say try i think if you can get yourself to that point where you're about to go up on the podium to speak or something or like get the mic and go on stage or do something it's the initial build up backstage or the thought just before going on that you need that light switch to it or just go as soon as you're on that stage and you hear people like cheering or something or you're ready to do your thing believing like the work that you want to project to someone then you use that it's your little beacon of doing something. You don't give a crap what people think. And even if something does work out, it's not as bad as actually what your mind's it's telling like you, to be honest. A more relatable one than being on a stage, because not many people do necessarily, is flying. Yeah. You're really anxious about getting on the plane or getting to the airport or not being like late and all that, not missing your flight. But as soon as you're on that plane... Unless you have like a fear of flying, yeah, then you're kind of more at ease. You're like, right, I'm here. I can finally relax, sort of thing. Um, which is why I think a lot of people try and rush through the airport mm-hmm. and get through quickly, so they know that they're there, and there's not going to be any time problems. pressure, isn't it? As well, yeah. like that's again pressure that you're putting on yourself, isn't it? Cause it's like a timekeeping thing, which again can be annoying, but it's what it is with like that sort of stuff. I think. But he'd say with that Matthew McConaughey art of living, he said fear is a major factor in anything. Like this says it your main thing that you've got being in control of is your human emotion with anything that you see. And then fear is the thing that gets in the way. As soon as you have a fear, you feel vulnerable anyway to yeah. something, which causes you to overthink because you're already scared of doing the thing. You know what I mean? Like, and then you start thinking about everything yeah. that can go wrong and worrying and then obviously getting anxious, getting nervous. Yeah. and it causes more problems and puts more pressure onto you and that's when things start fucking up yep so <laughs> exactly um moral of the story talk to people yeah about it if you're having problems with anything if you're about to get up on a stage or you're about to get on a plane and you're worried you don't want to you don't like it talk to somebody vent your feelings and it lift the weight off shoulders they might say something that helps you get through it anyway but if you just bottle it up then you're just going to kind yeah. of explode and have a fit of rage especially you, really? with that feeling because i think with anxiety it's a lot of it's internal anyway it's your mind speaking a lot isn't it yeah. so even if you've just saying it just to someone who's might not even necessarily be paying attention you're just saying you're it just saying it out loud somewhere you can kind of then 
you might hear yourself saying it and you're like, oh, actually, that doesn't sound so bad. Yeah. It sounded a lot worse in my head. Yeah, exactly. Now that I've said it out loud and it's kind of real, mm-hmm. it's taken some of the pressure away from it, really. Yeah. But same with everything, like um, suicidal thoughts and depression, that sort of thing. You need to talk to people. If you're stuck and you can't get out of it, it's, if you don't open up, then you're never going to yeah. kind of... As hard be, as it can be, who be sound, you were. isn't it? Because it is easier said than done, I think, that. Oh, definitely, yeah. But I do think if you can find um, a way as like an outlet for something initially as well, isn't it? Just to keep your head above water. And then if you feel like you have the confidence enough to try and approach people and like see, like deal with it a lot more of a... What's it called? Like um impactful sort of way. I don't know. Like you just try and... Deal yeah, with it as more professional like, manner. If you can get your feelings out in a different way, like say you, you write. Yeah. So you kind of get you get your feelings out that way, so at least you're putting them somewhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not just keeping them in your in head, head, you're yeah. writing them down, so mm-hmm. you're getting them out, like you're yeah, yeah. saying what you want to say, essentially, even if it is through pen and paper. Yeah. At least you're... Which it, it can obviously influence as well. So like the likes of NF and things like that, you can see that the way how he does it inspires you to actually oh let's give that technique a sort of yeah. go of doing it so it's quite cool like it is just coping mechanisms at the end of the day what you can do i mean like you said linked to anxiety do you know any coping mechanisms that you can have with it not really i think i mean when you get some when you start to feel like an onset coming on when it could lead to a panic attack so when you start to get to the point where you get like shortness of breath have you ever had like something close to a panic? i don't think i have I'm more of like a rage I wouldn't moment. say so because I think panic attacks are quite like they're quite Wild. heavy things to have, aren't they? Like well, it's they said, mad to actually come across sort actually. of thing. They said um, I could have a different like, the difference between panic attacks and anxiety attacks. I could do the severity, onset, and duration. See if it gives a bit more context, yeah, for you as well, I guess. So panic attacks is severe symptoms, often physical in nature, that cause people to believe they're dying or losing control. Um, onset often comes out of the blue with no clear warning or triggers duration symptoms usually peak at around 10 minutes and then subside quickly so panic attack is like a a mad rush of just craziness you don't know what's going on your heart rate's flying up you you're just like lightheaded you don't know what's happening it's about 10 minutes it's It's like adrenaline mode on panic yeah sort of thing yeah and you can't think straight and then um anxiety symptoms vary in severity ranging from mild to severe because obviously we all have some symptom of anxiety uh, symptoms can become gradually more intense over minute, hours, days, or even months at a time. So depending what sort of thought you have, you can build it up gradually to the point where it could turn into a panic attack because you've built this facade thing up in your head. Uh, symptoms can remain present for a long period of time. So like you said, panic's more of a rush. It can be quite dangerous, to be honest. Panic attacks are more of a immediate threat to your health. Yeah. Like it, something bad can happen there and then. Whereas anxiety is over time, essentially. And they say the term anxiety attack is not formally acknowledged as a mental health diagnosis because I think it's a bit more intricate and a bit more in detail. It's yeah. quite hard to figure out what's caused that anxiety attack. You need to really think about it. What's caused a panic attack could be something. You crashed your car. You could panic straight away because of that reaction to your impact or something or you missed your flight. Panic attack. Yeah. You know, some something that's just randomly happened to you quick that your body can't, taken very you get well your passport stolen <laughs> we don't have panic attack you, you could no, you, just, you could have like you, a that's what i mean yeah like, yeah so i think if something's got to trigger it but it could say something out of the blue as well 
which I feel quite sorry for if people just have one, isn't it? And you can't really. Yeah, that's a bit wild, but especially if it's kind of to exam season now for the students. Did you ever feel quite panicky? I mean, exams. Yeah, I, didn't really I hated panicking. exams. Like you just sat there before. As soon as as soon as I sat down, I was all right. But it was getting in there. Like it was. Yeah. Sta- it was making, making sure I got there. It's the lining and then up before, getting isn't it? In there. Oh, yeah, because you're just shrimp. standing there waiting. And they're just all sat there staring at you, like their arms behind their back, and it's just like, oh, just get me in there and just get it over and done with. Yeah. I didn't particularly like the fact that it was timed, because I like the more coursework, you know, like the BTEC stuff, and yeah, you can watch my performance throughout the year. Whereas this one, you've got one day to kind of prove this whole yeah, year you, of crap. If anything's off on that day, can be wild. then you could be fucked. Yeah. yeah. So so I can understand that. But. Right. Yeah. Um, yes. 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 I, I thought this would be a bit more personal, but the questions I've written down kind of aren't actually. So I'll ask you We can generalise it a little bit more, can't we? Dad to go so personal. They're not exactly. Coming. It's not like I'm going to be asking you your experiences <laughs> anyway. I don't think. Let's open, so, pull my heart out. The only f- it's only the first one. Do you get anxious? I don't think so. I'm not sure. I mean, we all get anxious. I know you get like the mild ones. Reading them, I was like, okay, yeah, a lot of people have that overthinking, possibly a lot. But I probably overthink more about just future, in general. Yeah. Rather than like. Say you go off traveling somewhere, not worried about missing your flight. It's more just the general, once I'm back, what's going to happen? happen? Just back to normality again. Like, great. So you've kind of already panned out the future for yourself that you've just put yourself down yeah. before you've even gone to the initial trip to create that. So that's what, yeah. Mine's Thinking always... too far ahead, to be honest. See, mine's always just new people. I fucking hate it. Social anxiety, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Categorized. So started, when I started, or when I left my last job... I had quite bad stress problems and obviously that causes it. Yeah. And then starting a new job as well doesn't help because you don't know anybody there, you don't know what you're doing. Um so that made me feel fucking horrible to be honest. Yeah. And then like that sort of thing or like yeah, speaking in front of a lot of people, even though I don't do that, but even at school, standing in front of the classroom. So I hate it. It would be it. quite nice, say if we you you eventually might overcome that, I guess, isn't it? Say like if we pursued part of the music and we got you on but because you're doing a camera you've got a job it's keeping your focus yeah. doing that isn't it you're, I'm not necessarily giving you the mic and you're saying something to but like a snow bombing you know what I mean you just did that in front of a load of people so eventually hopefully you like it's like football that it's not as bad is it people like just people at the end of the day like, yeah that was a bit different snow bombing because I kind of knew what I was a doing a few drinks in you so, and a few drinks <laughs> yeah that fucking there's still like that one like yeah. you're just falling on your face like in front of a load of people like that would cause anxiety beforehand doesn't the it? fact I got up and I was just like yeah, yeah exactly. afterwards and everybody was laughing and clapping yeah <laughs> but yeah a few drinks in me and that's what that happened <laughs> it? so um, not always the best solution but. football's helped a little bit I'll say because mm-hmm. that's a bunch of people that I don't know and or mostly people that I, I don't know well and I have to because I'm actually in some sort of authority position there as well I have to speak mm-hmm. up a bit um, I be for meeting new people yeah um, although I'll say I still feel the same constantly anyway even if it's somebody that I've met before I'm still like oh, I don't know what to say to them yeah, yeah. maybe um, right the next one is do you well, another link for one link to that oh, is okay. the timekeeping like when you're timed for something or someone's uh, watching you have a clipboard I don't like that like watching your every move I don't like driving lessons. I fucked that like a couple oh. of times. I don't like them sat in the car like watching. watching ev- you. I hate yeah. that. I'm watching. Yeah, you. I don't like that. Or like you like you say, you're trying to produce an outcome even if you're not feeling 100. percent You gotta do something. So, so actually, yeah. going on to my one of my TV recommendations for that 
unstable so spoilers for yeah. unstable even though it's not really um he's got a deadline to produce the thing that he's like because it's all science like stuff um he's got a deadline to produce this scientific discovery thing yeah and he turns around to the board of the company and basically says fuck you it's my thing it's going to take me how long it takes me yeah leave me to it sort of thing and then they kind of back off a little bit so it is kind of like yeah if you put the pressure on there the outcome's not going to be as good it as if you be. just let the time kind of take it depending what it is because i know deadlines have got to be set and made in order for some stuff to get done obviously because some people work different paces but something creative it's quite hard to exactly. put a deadline on it yeah when you've actually got to think about things and it's not something that's like set in stone you've actually got to come up yeah. with something and like it always evolves or as well. like yeah. when it could be finished but you never will finish it because yeah. there's always something you could add to it yeah so but when it's like paperwork or assignments i understand deadlines for that because it's like oh, okay you just got you gotta fill out some paper fill forms out some form. for somebody yeah exactly. like, okay yeah you literally are get it boxes, done, right? you? yeah yeah um yeah, do you feel everyone gets affected by anxiety? Yeah. Which is, yeah, just some people more severely than others. Everyone has mild, because like you said, life... It's just worrying about little couples. things here and there. You might worry about your bills, your job. Especially, your yeah. Your family. Like, for the UK, like now, these sort of times, isn't it? It's a lot more yeah. coming out, isn't it? And that's quite cool seeing people talk about how they feel a little bit more, because it is a lot of stress that's getting put on people, to be honest. Um, this is, I'll say, kind of personal, but not really. Um, how would you cope if you got anxious meditation that's what i do so I my immediate thought to you would have been music music yeah, yeah. so writing basically so every, uh, most mornings like we try to do every morning is about 15 minute meditation process so that kind of sets your mind up to just stay calm yeah but then that helps me identify what would cause the anxiety anyway so what my problem would be instead of panicking it go to anger because i get frustrated that why do i feel like this See, I couldn't do that. So I need as to soon as calm. I, if I sit there and do nothing, like sit there with nothing going on, just absolute silence. Yeah, I'll overthink us. everything. Like but, my mind will wander and um, I'll feel horrible. That's what they said with meditation. Because I said my mind goes like a billion mile an hour at times. And as soon as you focus on all you've got to do is breathe, you've got to focus on your breathing. You just do your inhale, exhale. As soon as you get your mind into that rhythm. It's it's all right, honestly. It's like you just got to go over that initial barrier of just like, okay, I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna focus on it. I know it's harder to show it to some people, but like when you get your head in that headspace where all you got to focus on, like what part of your body do you feel is tense at this minute? Yeah, because you've got yourself into this rhythm of just going in and out. Those thoughts kind of go, and you're literally your main like state of clarity is literally like, right, I'm in this state now for about ten minutes, just yeah. chill, and it does like. It gives you more of a laid back approach to a lot of things that you see then, I think. But that's what you could probably say to me while I'm so blase at times because I'm already I'm just in tune with myself too much that I don't really care about surroundings too much. Yeah. And sometimes you should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um But then like you said, music's more long term as well, because I think that'll always stay. And that's a cool way, like you yeah. said, of venting, to be honest. Because you still have the feeling in you. Meditation's just a cool way of staying like base level and then obviously music's a cool mm -hmm. way of just going, you know, channeling. Yeah. See, as long as I'm doing something, like activity, like football, it doesn't and stuff. necessarily. Not even that. Like it might be sport, yeah, yeah. gym, whatever. Good, but but even is good. literally sitting on the sofa with a TV on, that's fine. At least there's something to occupy my mind, so I'm not necessarily thinking about all the. See, my shit mind that will go crazy wrong. doing that. See, I, then. I'll literally, I'll zone out watching the TV. Yeah, like even if I've watched that thing twenty times, 
But you it might track. be a similar feeling to be honest. How are you zoning out watching TV? You might not even necessarily be taking in what you're watching. No, it's just staring to yeah. the souls. So of that nothing. same mi- sort of mindset would be the same as meditation. Yeah. But you're in the case of you had that visual there that you can zone out to. It's the same as kind of getting your headspace into a breathing pattern. It's th- instead of having a mm-hmm. a blank, it's quite similar. A I'd blank say. canvas. You've actually got yeah. things happening, but you're not paying attention. Yeah, to you it just zone out. You're comfortable. You're in that. That's right. Yeah. Otherwise, you just have to embrace it and just panic, yeah. and then it'll eventually be over, won't it? Like an exam, what can you do? Yeah, exactly. Other than stand there and, like, as you say, try and meditate when you're doing it, or just like focus on your breathing and that sort of thing. Yeah. You literally just you worry about it, and then it happens. Exactly. You get to afterwards, and you're like, that wasn't so bad actually. And then the next time, the exact same thing. Yeah. It's not like oh, I've done yeah. this before. It's actually okay. It's oh, I've got to do this again. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's true, actually. I think it's like you said, once you've done it, it's not, like you said, as bad as what your mind's telling you what it is. Yeah. Um, right, last question. Flaccid exercise is a good way. I think that'd help you yeah. as well. Because I think um, that's like you feel good factor anyway. This is quite a big thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how important do you think it is to stay mentally healthy? Like vital, isn't it? <laughs> Just as important as your physical health. Literally, yeah. So it's like... As long as, like, if you're physically healthy, you're quite happy because you haven't got something aching, pissing you off. It's exactly the same as your mind. If your mind so, isn't fucking aching with bullshit thoughts, then you're happy, isn't it? Men get told to bottle their feelings up quite a lot, <laughs> don't they? Like, men shouldn't cry, da 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 mm-hmm. um, But why? Yeah. Why can't... If, if women can, why can't men sort of thing? Which um, I feel like it is making a change now, though. Like it is definitely, open, yeah. Isn't it? I mean, with the way the world's going anyway, then it's kind of, yeah, everybody's a bit more open about things because but then everybody's it's... doing what they want to do. Whereas in like yeah. olden times, like back in the past, it, it was set in stone, this is what it has to be, really. And now things are moving forward and changing and mm-hmm. people can be who they actually are. Then it opens up a lot more. But then it goes again... If someone just broke down crying in front of you, how would you react? I'm quite bad at that sort of. I wouldn't, oh, know how, right. I wouldn't know how to react in that situation, but maybe the aftermath, like talking about it. But when they're That's actually breaking it. down, it's like, I'm just going to leave like, you to shit. it. Yeah, I'm just going to let you do it. Like, I don't know what to do, to be honest. There, there. Yeah, because it's Pat like on the shoulder. some people cry and they just want to cry and not be touched or let, like yeah. you just want to vent that feeling and it's like okay we'll talk about it afterwards number one wants to like hug and even if you're literally hard, just it? sat there Off together the though yeah like you fucking break down on the sofa here and i'm just sat here so at least you know you're not alone yeah kind of thing so there's somebody here and then when you eventually want to talk about it you know there's somebody there that can actually that you can talk about it with well they got on um tiktok they had relationships as well you get to it's a nice point of relationship where like you could just sit there game and she could just sit on her phone you're both not talking but you've just got the company there like yeah you're there with each other you're yeah there for you don't each other. have to always be entertaining or something yeah. isn't it like that could give you anxiety as well like am i boring you sort of thing isn't it like yeah. in a relationship like oh yeah am i coming across really boring i'm not doing anything this is what i like and what i'm doing but i'm really quiet to the other person isn't it so yeah it's hard with the crying yeah I mean, if you really cared about them, then I think it, it'd be hard for you not to try and break down with them, sort of thing. It depends if you really yeah. cared about them and they're really upset. And you don't know why they're upset as well. That's really hard. But I mean, grieving's different, isn't it? I mean, that's an, obviously like a reason why you've just done that. But 
It's not necessarily inside your head that it's because something's actually happening. Yeah, reaction process, isn't it? If you've just broken down randomly and I'm like, what's happened? And it's like, oh, it's just too much and going on, isn't it? That's why you can never tell what somebody's going through. So if you're horrible Mm. to somebody, they might have had the shittest week. Like their entire family could have just died and you've just been horrible to that person for most of the time, no reason. And you've just ruined their world. Like... They were already broken. And well, that, just you might have just said something them. that's triggered it. Just from you saying a comment from out of frustration out of your experience, it's just triggered something that yeah. might have built up in them for a long time, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it might. it's unintentional for you. You've just reacted, obviously, just with something. And obviously, it was just like a heat decision sort of thing, wasn't it? It was like quick sort of with like thing. Just need to be mindful. Like, say you're at work <laughs> and somebody's not pulling their weight. Maybe there actually is something <laughs> wrong. And maybe you actually need to try and figure out like if they're okay yeah. before you start being like, oh, they're fucking useless. There might be a reason why they've lacked a lot of motivation, isn't it? It's yeah. not that like, it might be purely because of the job. It's just a lot of things linked around it mm. that might need like at least like realigning, isn't it? Might not necessarily need changing. So because other people would be scared to make such a big yeah. change. So that's it. Yeah. Right. That's me how, done. How important would you say it is? Because I said it, and then you yourself. I help. mean, very. <laughs> It's probably one of the most important things. It can make, like you said, the best artwork when you have it, like all the sad artwork and things. I think it's insane looking. I think it looks so good. It's in like NF's music. You know what I mean? And, like his artwork, it literally just like him staring at the floor mm. or like when he's at the, the be- when well. he's at the beach and that and you're just sat on the edge of a cliff. It's like you can tell something's not right. Yeah. Pain and, can but make it just some. looks so cool. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, Payne can make some like really good lyrics or artwork, I think. Yeah. So... Like you said, it's not always a bad thing to be like that Emotional. sad about it. Yeah. Literally, just if you can channel it into something, then that's what I would say. And then if you can, like, get the confidence from doing that initial thing, then you could probably Push seek help. More. Yeah, because you might not necessarily have the initial confidence to seek help. Yeah. But if you find your outlet that okay, this is how I'm gonna dispose of these feelings and put it into something that actually looks quite cool you might eventually like feel better in yourself to actually go, okay, I'm understanding myself a little bit more, recognising yeah. these. I'm understanding that other people might feel the same way. It's not just you who feels like that. Mm-hmm. And you just work on it from there. As long as you're open-minded by it. You don't yeah. just shut off like, okay, everyone's shit, I'm shit. <laughs> Fuck it. I mean, because it I can go like most that. people, yeah. yeah. A lot of people probably think that. So, Anyway. Is that it? Yep, yeah, that's it from me. But like I said, so, every now and then we probably could talk, like, there's certain topics linked to mental yeah. health that we could just do a random sit-down. Like we said in, it. introspection and stuff like that. Yeah, we said yeah. it a little while ago, didn't we? The yeah, do it every, every now and then. It's quite cool, yeah. More serious instead of jokes or reviews. And linked stuff like to our future projects then, actually. Um, we're going to try and make a, like, short film, aren't we? 20 or 30 minutes. That will be hopefully done by the end of this year, but this will sum up um, what a lot of people go through. And what we personally go through as well, to be honest, project it into this project. With music. Yeah. And spoken words. Yeah. Um, with, obviously, music videos, visuals. Should sum up Bits Soul Insights, bobs. to be honest. It'll, be, it'll yeah. be more of, like, an interest, like you said, introspective part of Soul Insights. Yeah. Whereas, like, this does go on people's lives. It's not always um, having fun partying. Yeah. <laughs> it can just be more reflective looking at yourself. So. Yep. Cool. We're done. Hope you enjoyed that. Hopefully. We're going into <laughs> music. Um, new music, yeah? And then your fact and joke. Are we I doing don't have any, no. Oh, it's <laughs> 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 Right. 
Alright, new music is Langston Bristol, uh, Logic, My Own Lane, Sleep Token, Take Me Back to Eden, Ben Howard, Walking Backwards, Hosier, Francesca, Bad Bunny, Where She Goes, Foo Fighters, Under You, D4VD, Don't Forget About Me, Juice World, Goodbye and Good Riddance, Fifth Year Anniversary Edition, Steel Bangles, The Playlist, Amine, uh, Katranada, Katrin, Katran, I can't even say that word. Yeah, and their Fast X soundtrack. And I'm going to throw, uh, you've got six, the six tape. Uh, shout out to the Song of Logic on that one. Um, did you say Suicide Boys? Um, they were on the Fast Eight soundtrack, weren't they? And Suicide Boys, uh, Ying, full season of Ying Yang tapes. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so I haven't got anything else to add on that, really. So, Or you said one of the main ones, anyway. Yeah. And like we said, I think that might be uh, Utopia might be for the summer as well. I had some decent news. So last pod we mentioned, we should do a review of that. Yeah, when that comes out. However shit it might be. I'm hoping not. It's taken like six years or five Good. years or whatever to make it. But I don't know. Right. And then we're done, are we? Yeah. So should we sign off first and then we do this? Yeah, so we'll do socials and say goodbye. And then there will be a little outro playing um, of... <laughs> A spoken word from a certain artist. So yeah, find us on all streaming platforms under the Sonic Sites Podcast, uh Twitter, SI Index, TikTok, Instagram, Sonic Sites Index, and YouTube Soul Insights. Thank you for tuning in. And toodaloo. Next to my wife in a line surrounded by hundreds of other people on our way to watch Star Wars when suddenly I was engulfed in fear and panic as my body began to fade. In this moment, my mind was full of clarity, but my body insisted it was in danger. I looked around and I told myself I was safe, I was fine, but I was convinced that something was wrong. Before I knew it, I felt as though I was going to fall and fade away. My body grew weak and soon enough I found myself in a hospital bed being told what I went through was anxiety. I refused to believe this story. I searched and searched for the cause of what had happened to me. I began to feel detached from reality. I felt as though I was seeing the world through a glass. I got blood work done, analysis of my mind and body to no avail. The doctor said it was anxiety. But how could it be anxiety? How, how could anxiety make me physically feel off balance? How could anxiety make me feel as though I was fading from this world and on the brink of death? Derealization sense of being out of one's body. I'm not here. I'm, I'm not me. I'm not real. Nothing is. Nothing but this feeling of panic. Nobody understands. Nobody knows the suffering. It's, it's a physical feeling. It, it can't be anxiety. It can't. Or can it? Can it, in fact, be the mind controlling the body?
This anxiety is nothing. I have anxiety, just like you. The person I wrote this for. And together we will overcome this feeling. We will remember despite the attacks and constant feeling of our mind and body being on the edge that we are alive. In any moments we have free of this feeling we will not take for granted. We will rejoice in this gift that is life. We will rejoice in this day that we have been given. We will accept our anxiety and strive for the betterment of ourselves, starting with mental health. We will accept ourselves as we are, and we will be happy with the person we see in the mirror. We will accept ourselves and live with anxiety. That's the first in my life I've ever done something like that. I'm not really sure how it goes. Shout out the motherfucking goat. Hello, Jess. Shout out Castro there for that line as well. I think it's Castro. It might be somebody else. I don't know. Goodbye.